Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another great episode of the Ted In Your Head podcast. I'm your host, Ted Moreno. I'm a certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach, and I've been in private practice for over 15 years using the tool of hypnosis mixed with coaching. I call this hypno-coaching and helping people to get over themselves, helping people to change their minds and move beyond the programming that keeps us from achieving success. And for many people, that programming is, I'm not good enough, I can't do it, uh, I don't deserve it, I'm afraid, I'm anxious. And if you are held back by any of these things, I can help you. I'll tell you how to get in touch with me at the end of the show. But for now, let's move on to today's podcast, the title of which is, might be the hardest thing you'll ever learn. What might that be? What might be the hardest thing you'll ever learn? Well, let me tell you about a guy named Chris Whitley. Chris Whitley is one of my favorite musical artists, and he does a cover of an old standard that I really like. The name of the song is Nature Boy, and I think... um, I think Nat King Cole actually sang it too. The name of the song is Nature Boy... And the last long of this, the last line of the song goes something like this. The greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return. Loving, being loving is not easy, and that's an understatement. Being loved in return, being able to accept love might be just as difficult for some. But to be able to fully love and be loved in return, you must learn what might be the most difficult thing you'll ever learn, and that is to love yourself. So if you mentioned loving yourself in social conversation, uh, you'll either get snickers or an uncomfortable silence depending on the company you keep. The importance of self-love is like an iceberg, right? It's immense yet so hidden. To ask the question, do I love myself? cuts deep down to our very perception of who and what we are. If we even get an inkling about the extent of our own self-acceptance and self-love, it's usually due to the lack of it. Does that make sense? Like the only thing we really know is like, well, I, I probably don't like myself or I don't love myself the way I should. And it's no wonder self-loathing is such an epidemic in our modern culture. It's almost fashionable, right? The flawed hero the anti-hero is our most popular icon. So remember House, Dr. House? Remember Jason Bourne, you know, Jack Bauer, right? Even Spider-Man's a nerd, right? Uh, Yet the fact remains, and it's indisputable, you can only love another and accept love to the extent that you love and accept yourself. So what keeps us from loving and accepting ourselves? Many things. Negative conditioning from the past, resentments against ourselves for past failures, negative conditioning from the culture at large. Just watch the news, right? Violence, war, death, murder, betrayal, dishonesty, cheating, lying, greed. It's hard not to come away with the belief that people are terrible. And since I am people, 
I must be terrible, right? You see the subliminal programming taking place here? So what do we do? How do we overcome any dislike, judgment, or even loathing for ourselves? How do we learn to love and accept ourselves for who we are as well as who we are not? I would suggest that you start by separating who you are from what you do. Here's the thing that makes it so very difficult. It can't base your love and acceptance of yourself on what you do. In other words, you can't say, I love myself because I do good things. That's kind of conditional love, right? I will love myself as long as I do good things implies that if I do a bad thing, it all goes out the window. Other examples of this kind of conditional self-love is, I'll love and accept myself as long as I'm winning. I'll love and accept myself as long as I'm kind and generous. I'll love and accept myself when I feel good about myself. I'll love and accept myself when there is someone around to tell me they love me. And I'll love and accept myself when I'm doing it right, living up to my expectations, etc. See the problems with these? Love and acceptance for yourself is not created in the conversation. I love and accept myself because of these reasons. Do you get that? Let me repeat that. Love and acceptance for yourself is not created in the conversation of, I love and accept myself because of these reasons. Love and self-acceptance comes out of the following conversation. Listen closely. I love and accept myself for who I am, a being whose nature is to love, who is capable of love. I don't need a reason to love and accept myself. I love myself because I choose to, period. Like I said, this may be the hardest thing you will ever learn. And sadly, many people never learn it. If I stand in the place of, I love and accept myself unconditionally, then I have love to give. And I'm more aware of when I am not loving to others. I'm able to accept my humanity and the fact that I will screw up, make mistakes, hurt people. I can forgive myself and thus have a greater capacity to forgive others. I see that when others are hurtful, petty, and mean, that they are being challenged by their own self-dislike. And then I can have compassion because I've been there. You might ask, should I love and accept myself if I am doing terrible things? I would suggest that if someone is doing terrible things, they are doing it out of their own self-loathing. I think there's a lot of truth to this. If I have truly learned to love myself, then I honor myself. I respect myself. To cheat you, to betray you, to inflict violence upon you dishonors me. Dishonors the highest ideal I hold for myself. The ideal is to be loving to all, starting with myself. Now, we will fall short of our ideal as humans do. Yet, in my experience, it's the inability to accept that we will fall short, and the judgment that results that begins to extinguish the inner light of our own magnificence. So keep your flame alive. Refuse to tear yourself down or beat yourself up. Forgive yourself or ask for forgiveness. Tell yourself daily, I'm okay and I'm doing the best that I can, even though I can do better. Learn to love yourself and accept yourself while knowing that there is always room for improvement. Remember, the greatest things to learn are often the hardest. Thanks so much for listening. And there you go. That's your daily 10-minute dose of transformational thinking. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. And if I can help you to transform your mind, please reach out to me. I can work with clients anywhere, even though I'm in Southern California. 
You can go to tedmoreno.com, my website, to subscribe to my blog, to get in touch with me. And you can also get in touch with me through all the usual social media outlets. My podcast page is tedinyourhead.com. And remember, until our next show, remember that life is going to show up the way it shows up. You have to ask yourself, how do I want to show up for life? Show up for life, loving life, loving others, and loving yourself. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.